Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the Good News, here's Angie. It's the Good News, Angie Austin here along with Beatrice Bruno and Michelle Ron. And I'm thrilled to have both of you uh, as I do weekly. Uh, Michelle just returned from yet another cruise. She went to well, the Greek island or something <laughs> of the sort. And now she's back from Alaska. And Beatrice is on the East Coast. And uh, uh, the, the word of the day that Michelle has chosen is garden. Welcome, Michelle. Oh, thank you. It's always such a treat to be with you both. I love it. Thank you. And welcome to you, Beatrice. Hey, great to be here. God bless y'all. All right. So, Michelle, just real quickly, uh, I did see that one of the Alaska cruises on the same week you were gone hit an iceberg, but that was not your family cruise. No, thankfully it was not. But, oh, I have such empathy for those that were on that cruise. Everyone is safe. Everyone is safe on the cruise. And they the ship had to turn around and return to Juneau. And as I understand it, they flew everybody home. But that meant that their trip was cut way short. So I don't know. That would be really hard. But the ship did a you know, they they take safety first, and and we had we had a medical emergency on our particular cruise. Um, we were to stop at our first stop, and um, a person became very critically ill, and we had to turn we had to turn around and return back to where a helicopter could land. Uh, safely in the ocean and pick up this passenger. I mean, so, I mean, I I do, my point is I want to emphasize that the ships take the people's safety very, very first. I mean, they're very good at that. So, yeah. Before you fly home, you know, right when your cruise is just started, I know that they get a refund, but you hope they get something a little more because for many of us, getting a week off from work and making all those plans takes, you know, quite a bit. I'm hoping to take... Uh, my family, it was it's like a Mexican Riviera cruise for Thanksgiving. And then I'm hoping uh-huh. to take my mom. I put her deposit down on a cruise, uh, the transcontinental, where you go across the ocean over oh. to Europe. And then I take her to a few countries there. And, uh, oh, yeah, wow. I would be really bummed if that got canceled. I mean, she's 80, so I don't know when we would reschedule. Just kidding, Michelle. Well, I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I no, I knew. In fact, on one of our activities, um, my family said, "Oh, mom, you need to do this." And I said, "You know what? I'll just wait till the next time." And she said, "The next time? When are you coming here again, mom? When? You know?" So we do. It's all in God's timing, right? God's timing Amen. is everything. Next That's time, right. you're like, "Thanks, kid." Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right. So. Your word of the day is garden. Where are we going with this? It is. It is. Well, my main, um, my most fun experience on this week-long trip that we took was visiting the Bouchard Gardens in Victoria, Canada. And I, I love flowers. I have always loved flowers. Um, I, I'm learning more about them. It doesn't mean I have a green thumb at all, but I just enjoy the peace that they bring. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just urging everyone today to find a little bit of a garden and have it 
close to them, whether that be a picture of something beautiful from a garden, whether it be one rose that you can pick up at King Supers or Safeway and bring it home and sit it by your your desk or your kitchen, whatever it is. But um, I would also urge people to look up the, it's called the Bouchart Gardens, B as in boy, U-T-C-H-A-R-T. And it was started by a husband and wife. And the, the way that it was started was such love um, from these, this couple. Uh, such an interesting, interesting story. And all in God's timing, there is um, just a wonderful story of this this couple, how they went all over the world to find seeds to bring back for their gardens. And in one particular experience, they missed the boat that would bring them back to the United States. And the, the, the wife was very upset with her husband about this and yada, yada. Well, as it turns out, that boat that they missed was the Titanic. What? The Titanic. <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, it's just, it's such, it's such a God story. I just, so anyway, I'm excited. I want to look up at the library, the story of uh, Jenny, and I think her husband's name was Robert. I just, we just got home late last night, and so I'm just oh, wow. pulling this from my memory, but um, it's such an interesting story, but my whole point is, that there is beauty around us, whether we mm-hmm. uh, really live in a city of concrete or where, wherever we live, find something that reminds you of a garden, um, God's mm-hmm. garden and God's beauty. And have, have you ever gone along a sidewalk and all of a sudden right in the middle of this concrete is a flower that's growing up through the middle of it? And you stop and you think, oh, my gosh, how did it ever get through? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that God provides for us. And um, sometimes we have to look far and wide. And yes, we might have to do that today. But I have such beautiful memory in my mind right now of visiting two days ago, the Bouchard Gardens, that I want everybody to find something that brings them a simple beauty and reminding them of God's growth and, and what what is happening around us. Even though, as I turned on the TV, and I haven't turned on a TV in seven days, and I see headlines today that are just crushing. Um, I'm going to go and I'm going to seek that garden of what God has provided for me somewhere. And he will for you too. It kind of reminds me of your joy shelf a little bit or your joy box and my my joy (laughs) Joy shelf. Just something that brings you joy that you can look at. Beatrice, you next, but I did look it up and it's in Vancouver, British Columbia, of course, but uh, it's mind-blowingly beautiful. It's crazy to me that these people went all over the world to get these seeds way back in the Titanic Mm -hmm. times, you know, missed that ship and made such a beautiful, uh, you know, garden. So go ahead, B. Boy, this is gorgeous. You know, um, as as Michelle was talking about the garden, all I could think of was the song, I Come to the Garden Alone. And this, yes. this, this is what the verses say. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses. That's the first verse. The second verse is, he speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing. And the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. And the third verse is, I'd stay in the garden with him, though the night around me be falling. But he bids me go through the voice of woe. His voice to me is calling. And, of course, the refrain is, and he walks with me. 
and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, and it makes me want to cry because when you think about it, and the last line of it is none other has ever known, but it, it makes me want to cry because when you go into a place like that, a place of solitude, a place of beauty, just total and complete beauty, and you imagine the master walking with you in a place like that, and all I could think of when Michelle was talking about it was me going into a place like that because here in Virginia, I'll go down to the beach and just sit there and, and look at the mm. water, look at the waves, and look at the, the sand, mm -hmm. and look at the people enjoying themselves, and I could sit there with the Lord. And I can hear him mm -hmm. talking to me and just ministering to me right there. So, see, when you go into places like this, and, and Michelle, I'm with you, people need to find a, a, a place like that where they can go and enjoy just the smell of the place. When mm -hmm. you smell those mm -hmm. roses almost like for the first time, when you smell the hydrangea and all these different um, plants, and, and you mm -hmm. know, and, but just think about God putting you in that place of beauty mm -hmm. that he has created because can't nobody create like God creates. I, I'm sorry. No. I don't care. We got Mozart, <laughs> we got, we got Picasso, mm -hmm. we got all these different artists, but nobody is an artist like God. And when we go into mm -hmm. places like this, God's spirit is with us in such a huge way that it talks, he talks to us in ways we never could imagine giving us some stuff that we probably never would get if we just, if we would just allow ourselves to be in a place of solitude with him like that, can you imagine mm -hmm. how much we would grow in him mm -hmm. as these flowers grow all around us? I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. You're just saying. I, I love it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I, I think Amen. it. And, you know, looking at the pictures, I could see, especially when Michelle told us the story about how they missed the ship mm -hmm. when they were getting these seeds for this Bouchard garden, and it was the Titanic, that I kind of got the chills a little. And just looking at the pictures, it, it, it is a God experience. Like, we're getting ready to leave. I'm taking my son to SneakerCon in Las Vegas, and I have to drive because he has all these sneakers. So I'm taking two teenage oh. boys, him and his friend, and then my 13-year-old, <laughs> and we're driving. Which, But with that said, on the way back, I want to stop at our Arches National Park in Moab because every time I've gone there and it's only been in the I'd say last five years I started going there it is so mind-blowingly beautiful and the arches mm. are so just like they defy everything you've ever learned about the formation wow. of like rock you know and they're like in an uh -huh. arch and you're like and, and this is the story of how uh, many of these arches were formed and uh, you know you'll see like a big you know spike of a you know 10 story tall uh, spike of pink rock and then a like a circular ball rock on top that hasn't fallen and you're like wait a second I mean it just <laughs> it's so beautiful that these are God places yep. so I used to walk on the beach to Beatrice Good. when I lived at the beach and I called it a God walk and this God mm -hmm. garden walk would be the same and I feel the same way about um, you know Arches National Park so I think with all of these things it's beauty not even garden per se it's God's garden of beauty that he's That's created correct. the triple rainbow right. the deer in the backyard uh, the butterflies mm -hmm. right. that are swarming your bush the giant fat bumblebees that have been moving in on my flowers that I rarely have mm -hmm. seen in yep. the past the hummingbird that comes <laughs> to feed i mean these are all like god's garden of life amen right amen. right 
And see, we don't allow ourselves enough time to just get into that place with God because God wants to spend, he actually wants to spend time with us, okay? And we're so busy doing all this other stuff. But what if we were to just slow down and smell the roses, if you will, and just allow mm-hmm. God to uh, to show us the beauty. I love driving through the back mountains. That's one thing that had gotten me about Colorado yeah. because the first time I was able to experience those mountains was when I, my husband and I were truck drivers. We were cross-country truck drivers, and I was driving through Colorado, and we were in the mountains, and all I could do was hold on to the steering wheel in that big old 18-wheeler and just look around me at the, the rock formations and all this stuff, and I'm like, my God. And I said, God, you did this just for me, didn't you? And you know, and I talked to him like that. You did this just for me, just so I could, just so I could enjoy the beauty of what you have created in these mountains. And so I love, and I, I would just talk with God as I rode through those places and stuff. And, and I believe that's how I came to such a deep relationship with him, because I allow myself to go into nature places like that and just, um, just reflect on what God has done to create that beauty, because that's what God did. That's not man-made. Those mountains you see, that's not man-made. That's God-made. <laughs> I love it. I love Good it. Good point. So fun yep. to talk to both of you. Um, Beatrice is a speaker. She's a writer. She helps people write books. Um, Michelle sings. She performs. She loves to speak for events, whether it be um, a school, a senior center, a mops group, uh, teens, whatever. She'll speak to anyone, and she's great. Just great. They're both <laughs> thank you, two thank of you. my favorite speakers. So, Michelle, give us your website. Oh, thank you. Michelle at michellearon.com. And Beatrice would love to help you write a book or come. She, she's traveling to Colorado soon to speak. Uh, your website, Beatrice? DrillSergeantOfLife.com. Yeah, if you get in touch with her and come. Uh, when are you speaking here in Colorado? Um, it will be the 27th, I believe. I don't have my calendar right in front of me, but I believe it's like the last weekend in August. Excellent. Up in um, Blackhawk. Oh, I can't wait yeah. to uh, to see you. I'm going to come up and see good. you for sure. Good, good, good. All right, yeah. uh, Beatrice Bruno, Michelle Ron, thank you so much. You're listening to the good news. Oh, My website you. is angieaustin.org. Thanks, ladies. Oh, thank you, thank Angie. You. Bye-bye. Bye. Loveland is listening to the Mighty 670 KLT Denver. ARC thrift stores have been an essential part of Colorado's economy with an economic impact of over $2.3 billion in the last 15 years. During the shutdowns due to COVID-19, ARC thrift stores distributed over 200 tons of food to people in need and distributed thousands of pounds of essential supplies to homeless shelters and child care centers. That included over 100 million pounds of recycled donations to keep them out of landfills. ARC annually provides services to more than 9,000 people with intellectual or developmental disabilities. Unlike other nonprofit organizations, their outreach has never ended. Right now, ARC has three to five relief efforts per week. When you shop at your local ARC, your hard-earned money directly supports a company that gives back to its community. Decide to shop today at the ARC thrift store near you. Find the nearest location at arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. 
Angie Austin here, along with Michelle, Ron, and Beatrice Bruno. Love having you both on. Um, you know, we're out of school. It's the summer. The kids are really enjoying themselves. And I, you know, Be- Be- Beatrice wasn't a teacher, but she's pretty much a teacher in life. I feel like. And then Michelle, you you were a teacher for many years, a music teacher. I'm curious. Did you? I I, I, I already know the answer to this. I shouldn't even ask you. Did you um, kind of, um, were you a little sad, like when the end of summer came and you had to go back to school? No, Angie, I love work so much. I was so excited to go back. All right, go ahead. Oh, oh, when July 4th rolled around, my thought was, oh my goodness, I only had just a little bit of time, time left. No, I, I love I love teaching, but I love the summer to rejuvenate, and that is so needed for a teacher because not only are you rejuvenating, but you're going to school because you have to keep up your your lessons that you're doing. So, yeah, um, (laughs) in answer to your question, in reality, I I was sad. You're right. Well, you two are going to laugh because... um... You know, I'm not as patient as Michelle Ron. Um, my kids oh, said they're like, God. you're nicer than dad, but you can get a little crabby, you know, because <laughs> I don't have a ton of patience. So I'm going to family camp in August. This time, my husband's coming with us and a couple of my cousins. One's a retired principal, uh, the other uh, retired teacher. And I am the coordinator for the six to 12 year old kids. So between about oh nine and noon, I'll be teaching the nine, 12, or six to 12 year olds, which actually I'm excited about because you can do things like tie dye shirts. We can go canoeing. We can paint rocks. And sure. w- one thing we did with my, at the time, like, I don't know, 84, 85 year old dad, we took marshmallows and we took, uh, uh, what was it, uh, toothpicks and we made structures, which you can really stack toothpicks and marshmallows pretty high into a structure so i'm excited but i've got to do a patience uh renewal before i leave Hmm. well good for you oh my gosh that's gonna be great great (laughs) but i know um, go go ahead i I, I just I, i applaud you for doing that because i look at some of the age group that you're talking about right now and i'm like lord i don't know if i would have the patience right now i just don't i'm just being honest with you because they're so different than from when my kids, when I was raising my kids, you know, and my kids are now from 46 to 30. And so I, I, I look at them and I'm like, I don't know if I could do it, Lord. I, I really don't. You'd probably see me sitting in the corner somewhere a long, for a long time and say, uh-huh, I oh. see you, baby. God bless you. Oh, no, Miss B. The kids are just the same. They just have different focus. And what they want most of all is your uh-huh. attention and you look them in the eyes and uh, listening to them. No, kids need that more today. And they're not any different from what our kids were when they were growing up. But if they just focus on so many different things around them, we have to bring them in. Just bring them in to us. And Angie, you will do that perfectly. And I would suggest oh, yeah. that you use your 12-year-olds. Use your 12-year-olds to to help you and assign, you know, a big buddy with a six-year-old or whatever. But That's a, uh, they, that they is need a good idea because um, Faith, oh, absolutely. Faith just turned 13, but apparently there are only going to be mm-hmm. six teens there. Well, half of those teens okay. are my three teens that don't get along that well so i'm thinking uh-huh. rather okay. than half of the teen group being my kids that i might steal faith who just turned 13 and have her kind of be sure. like an assistant you know to kind of help Good. me like you said to you know kind of team up 
Um, and that's a great idea on the swim team. They have um, Little Shark, Big Shark, and the Big Shark's the older yeah. kids that kind of, you know, helps the little kids make sure they get to their races and stuff. So yeah, I actually right. think that that would be a terrific idea. All right. So both of you stay there because I have another interview that I want to uh, introduce. And uh, it's right up Michelle's alley, actually, you know, with the upcoming school year, which, again, we're a little sad about. Uh, we have a special interview uh, to talk about the latest in school, and they spelled it S and then cool fashion school like cool school mm. fashions mm. and trends mm-hmm. uh, we're partnering with land's end and celebrating annual backpack oh, day good. and we've got a special promotion okay. so welcome to uh, kathy buccio hello angie thank you for having me you say good news maybe for parents i'm not sure the kids are excited yet but i know maybe parents are well i'm telling you we have land's end backpacks <laughs> and uh, i'm telling you right now they are worth every penny we've had some since the kids were in like second and third grade and they're all in high school now and they hold up to everything even the ones with wheels we still bring on the plane with us as a, like your little carry-on item they're amazing yes i believe you i mean this is what makes land's end so fantastic when it comes to their backpacks and lunch boxes because it's quality and especially, you don't want to sacrifice that for a school year. I don't want to be buying two or three backpacks throughout the school year. You want something that's fantastic, that's going to hold, and it's going to also uh, make your kids feel like, hey, you know, this is this kind of fits my personality, and I like it. Well, let's talk about the annual backpack event. Uh, t- tell us what that's all about. I, I know this sounds crazy, Angie, but it's in the summertime, really, that you get those those really great back-to-school deals. Before you see those back-to-school signs go up, I'm a mom, I am a bargain hunter, and so back-to-school shopping gets expensive, but I don't want to have to sacrifice that quality for a good backpack or a lunch bag, and I look forward to Land's End's annual backpack event that's July 16th to the 18th. You can take advantage of it online on landsend.com, or if you have a retail store, you can pop in there as well, and it's 50% off all backpacks wow. and lunch boxes. And on top of that, I know. And on top of that, 40% off other items. So we're talking wardrobe. We're talking shoes, jackets, everything you need from head to toe. They have you covered. That's a killer deal. All right. So let's, um, it is. let's talk about what the um, kid experts have to say about the new backpacks in the gear, because I have my opinion on this, which I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give mine after the kid experts. Tell me what they think. Okay, I, 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 am, I know we're talking about our kids, but I remember even going to school and growing up and, and knowing that, oh my God, it's back to school shopping. I'm so excited. It's like the, getting the backpack and lunchbox, it's such a big deal. And I see it in my kids too. And it's really important to listen to the kids, right? So in this case, we want to know what the kids are saying. And that's what Lance End did. They said, hey, let us know. What do you love? What don't you like? What do you want to see more of? And here's what they said. They really wanted... Uh, First, first and foremost, multiple colors, patterns, designs that fit every personality, right? So if your boy is into camo, there's a great camo lunchbox and a backpack, right? Maybe your little girl is into ombre and rainbows. Well, there's something for her, too. They want to know that they can see their personality in some of their back-to-school supplies. And more importantly, they wanted padded adjustable straps. Remember when it was going yeah. to school and our backpacks get really heavy with the books and the tablets and the computers? That, that becomes a burden after a while. So these padded adjustable straps are huge for kids. The reinforced grab handles, you know, where back, backpacks are getting thrown around from class to class, lunchroom, outside. So we want to make sure we have something that's really reinforced. They want strong, easy zippers. We don't want to be unjamming zippers. We want to be able to open and close and those kiddos can get what they need. So these are things that were really important to them. So comfort, but also looking cool and something that fits their 
Okay, so since... Um, What's your take? So here's my take on it. Because, like, my sons we've had for eight years now, right? I know that sounds crazy, but this thing is like um, a tank. Okay, so we still... The personal items now. This is... I'm, I'm Now I'm selling to Land's End. Land's End, here's what we need. You can take a personal item on any flight, right? And many of the um, flights I take, I only take that personal right. item. So it's like a purse or a backpack. So you, it can be like 14 by like 16 by 11, something like that. So anyway, I take my son's black backpack that he got in you know second or third grade um and it's the land's end one and it fits as my personal item and i roll it because it has the ro- the rollers so a couple of things i know yes. your i know your kids want the sharks and all the fun things but if you get them a backpack that'll kind of last through the years you can keep this thing forever right because we're still using ours and and we bought some new ones um but you know this black one has been amazing okay so a color that will last into right. high school if they want to use it or if mom wants to take it over like i have and then i did put their names on the first round of lands and backpacks but then i stopped because they don't want my, my daughter hope like she didn't want her name on her backpack because she's in 10th grade now right so um so right. I'm, I'm i'm not sure about the names once they get a little bit older because you know they're going to keep using it. it might be too cool to have their name on their backpack and then um, i want lands and now to make the personal item backpack that we can use on you know on the planes that can be sold as like a mini suitcase because i'm telling you these things have held up better than some of my na- brand name luggage and my husband's here in Vegas with me right now we're all in Vegas for sneaker con because my son my Mm -hmm. teenage son has his own sneaker business okay he came and he had this backpack on and I'm like why are you wearing a girl's backpack? And he's like, well, I got Hope's backpack, and I, I told her I wanted one that didn't have girl colors, and she said that's all she had. So it's her old, you know, pink and whatever. <laughs> so my six That is hilarious. But, but, you know, I love that you mentioned that because uh, I have one a Lance Ent on wheels for one of the kids uh, yep. for a couple years ago for a backpack. And as you said, she wanted a different print, so it was a, I forget, horses or a unicorn, and it has her name on it. And let me tell you, we use that on the plane. But we're getting to that age where now we don't love so much the patterns. We want the colors. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think the monogram, I love the monogram. You know, maybe it's a phase. The kids love it when they're little. Then they kind of, you know, kind of clock out when it comes to high school. But then they get right back into it, you know, as we get older. Because you love our things that are monograms and have our names. But I love that you mentioned that because that's a way to take advantage of these, these backpacks. Maybe just get a solid color. And use that for, for travel, too. You know, my husband with the pink one, it does say hope on it. So that's kind of funny because he's six foot six. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, really? Like you couldn't find one that, you know, it wasn't pink. But anyway, um, it, yes, I, uh, I'm i the biggest fan of these backpacks. <laughs> what about lunch boxes, though? Is that still like an in thing for the kids? Oh, yeah. So, Lance, you said you had an eight-year-old, Angie, right? Um, no, the backpack's eight-year-old. Eight years old. There's six oh, in our the family, and all the kids are in high school now. Okay, so let me tell you, which I'm sure having, having kids, you know this, and sometimes you open those lunch boxes, and it's, oh, it's a mystery game, right? What happened in here? What's going on inside this, uh, this lunchbox? So it happens to me. I have a 10 and a 6-year-old. So, but they have, the Lance End has this easy wipe, soft-sided lunch bag. So basically, it has no seams inside, which means the spills, they wipe right out. Oh, cool. Leak-resistant interior, so it's easy to clean because, goodness, those lunchbox can be questionable. They have an easy clip that attaches to the backpack so we're not losing it. And water bottle pockets, they're really, really handy. I know that I spend a lot of time 
and lost and found at school because I'm always like, where is your water bottle? Why mm -hmm. can we keep it together? Mm -hmm. So the lunchbox has a, has a little pocket where you can put that in, and I absolutely love that. And it keeps the food cold for up to five hours. Our kids are in school for a long day, so we want to make sure that their food is kept warm or kept cold as well. Well, that's the other thing that this that the lands, and they're so tough, these backpacks, that that's another thing that comes in handy. A lot of the cheaper backpacks, that water bottle pocket rips really quickly, and the backpacks yes, rip. Because these, these high school kids are carrying an unbelievable amount of weight in these backpacks. So if your kid isn't too cool for wheels, I suggest the wheels to save their backs. But my kids are so cool um, right. that most of them want to now um, carry the backpack. But they need to be tough because... I, I, I can't tell you how heavy it is with the books they have to carry. It's so heavy. I mean, I, I said I have a fourth and a, and a first grader, and sometimes I carry their backpacks as we're walking home. It's ridiculous. And I'm, and I'm like, what's in here? That's why these the padded straps, I think the padded straps are, are, are huge help with these Land's End book bags, too. Well, I can firsthand say these things are amazing, so I'm all in. Where, <laughs> where do we go for more info? More info, you're going to go to landsend.com. If you're listening, we need to put it in our cast calendar that the annual backpack event is July 16th to the 18th. Mom and dad, you're going to love this. You're going to save 50% off all these backpacks. Your kids are going to be at the top of their class from head to toe. Backpacks, wardrobe, they got you covered. Perfect. Well, Kathy, thank you so much, and I hope your kids have a great school year. Thank you so much. Yours as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM 670 KLTT.